part five of oedipus at colonus by sophocles translated by richard c jebb eighteen forty one to nineteen o five this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part five chorus behold new ills have newly come in our hearing from the sightless stranger ills fraught with a heavy doom unless perchance fate is finding its goal for tis not mine to say that a decree of heaven is ever vain watchful i watchful of those decrees is time overthrowing some fortunes and on the morrow lifting others again to honour hark that sound in the sky zeus defend us thunder is heard oedipus my children my children if there be any man to send would that someone would fetch hither the peerless theseus antigone and what father is the aim of thy summons oedipus this winged thunder of zeus will lead me anon to hades nay send and tarry not a second peal is heard chorus hark with louder noise it crashes down unutterable hurled by zeus the hair of my head stands up for fear my soul is sore dismayed for again the lightning flashes in the sky or to what event will it give birth i am afraid for never in vain doth it rush forth or without grave issue o thou dread sky o zeus oedipus daughters his destined end hath come upon your sire he can turn his face from it no more antigone how knowest thou what sign hath told thee this oedipus i know it well but let some one go i pray you with all speed and bring hither the lord of this realm another peal chorus ha ah, listen once again that piercing thunder voice is around us be merciful o thou god be merciful if thou art bringing aught of gloom for the land our mother gracious may i find thee nor because i have looked on a man accursed have some meed not of blessing for my portion o zeus our lord to thee i cry oedipus is the man near will he find me still alive children and master of my mind antigone and what is the pledge which thou wouldst have fixed in thy mind oedipus in return for his benefits i would duly give him the requital promise when i received them chorus what ho my son hither come hither or if in the glade's inmost recess for the honour of the sea-god poseidon thou art hallowing his altar with sacrifice come thence worthy art thou in the stranger's sight worthy are thy city and thy folk that he should render a just recompense for benefits haste come quickly o king enter theseus on the spectator's right theseus wherefore once more rings forth a summons from you all from my people as clearly as from our guest can a thunderbolt from zeus be the cause or rushing hail in its fierce onset all forebodings may find place when the gods send such a storm oedipus king welcome is thy presence and tis some god that hath made for thee the good fortune of this coming theseus and what new thing hath now befallen son of laius oedipus my life hangs in the scale and i fain would die guiltless of bad faith to thee and to this city in respect of my pledges theseus and what sign of thy fate holds thee in suspense oedipus the gods their own heralds bring me the tidings with no failure in the signs appointed of old theseus what sayest thou are the signs of these things old man oedipus 
the thunder peal on peal the lightning flash on flash hurled from the unconquered hand theseus thou winnest my belief for in much i find thee a prophet whose voice is not false then speak what must be done oedipus son of aegeus i will unfold that which shall be a treasure for this thy city such as age can never mar anon unaided and with no hand to guide me i will show the way to the place where i must die but that place reveal thou never unto mortal man tell not where it is hidden nor in what region it lies that so it may ever make for thee a defence better than many shields better than the succouring spear of neighbours but for mysteries which speech may not profane thou shalt mark them for thyself when thou comest to that place alone since neither to any of this people can i utter them nor to mine own children dear though they are no guard them thou alone and when thou art coming to the end of life disclose them to thy heir alone let him teach his heir and so thenceforth and thus shalt thou hold this city unscathed from the side of the dragon's brood full many states lightly enter on offence even though their neighbour lives aright for the gods are slow though they are sure in visitation when men scorn godliness and turn to frenzy not such be thy fate son of aegeus nay thou knowest such things without my precepts but to that place for the divine summons urges me let us now set forth and hesitate no more as if suddenly inspired he moves with slow but firm steps towards the left of the scene beckoning the others onward my children follow me thus for i now have in strange wise been made your guide as ye were your sires on touch me not nay suffer me unaided to find out that sacred tomb where tis my portion to be buried in this land this way hither this way for this way doth guiding hermes lead me and the goddess of the dead o light no light to me mine once thou wast i ween but now my body feels thee for the last time for now go i to hide the clothes of my life with hades truest of friends blessed be thou in this land and thy lieges and when your days are blessed think on me the dead for your welfare evermore he passes from the stage on the spectator's left followed by his daughters theseus and attendants chorus if with prayer i may adore the unseen goddess and thee lord of the children of night o oh, hear me idonius idonius not in pain not by a doom that wakes sore lament may the stranger pass to the fields of the dead below the all enshrouding into the stygian house many were the sorrows that came to him without cause but in requital a just god will lift him up goddesses infernal and thou dread form of the unconquered hound thou who hast thy lair in those gates of many guests thou untamable watcher of hell gnarling from the cavern's jaws as rumour from the beginning tells of thee hear me o death son of earth and tartarus may that watcher leave a clear path for the stranger on his way to the nether fields of the dead to thee i call giver of the eternal sleep messenger countryman my tidings might most shortly be summed thus oedipus is gone but the story of the hap may not be told in brief words as the deeds yonder were not briefly done chorus he is gone hapless one messenger be sure that he hath passed from life chorus ah how by a god-sent doom and painless messenger there thou touchest on what is indeed worthy of wonder 
how he moved hence thou thyself must know since thou wast here with no friend to show the way but guide himself unto us all now when he had come to this sheer threshold bound by brazen steps to earth's deep roots he paused in one of many branching paths near the basin in the rock where the inviolate covenant of theseus and perithous hath its memorial he stood midway between that basin and the thorician stone the hollow pear-tree and the marble tomb then sat him down and loosed his sordid raiment and then he called his daughters and he bade them fetch water from some fount that he should wash and make a drink-offering and they went to the hill which was in view demeter's hill who guards the tender plants and in short space brought that which their father had enjoined then they ministered to him with washing and dressed him as use ordains but when he had content of doing all and no part of his desire was now unheeded then was thunder from the zeus of the shades and the maidens shuddered as they heard they fell at their father's knees and wept nor ceased from beating the breast and wailing very sore and when he heard their sudden bitter cry he put his arms around them and said my children this day ends your father's life for now all hath perished that was mine and no more shall ye bear the burden of tending me no light one well i know my children yet one little word makes all those toils as naught love had ye from me as from none besides and now ye shall have me with you no more through all your days to come on such wise close clinging to each other sire and daughters sobbed and wept but when they had made an end of wailing and the sound went up no more there was a stillness and suddenly a voice of one who cried aloud to him so that the hair of all stood up on their heads for sudden fear and they were afraid for the god called him with many callings in manifold oedipus oedipus why delay we to go thou tarriest too long but when he perceived that he was called of the god he craved that the king theseus should draw near and when he came near said o my friend give i pray thee the solemn pledge of thy right hand to my children and ye daughters to him and promise thou never to forsake them of thy free will but to do all things for thy good as thy friendship and the time may prompt and he like a man of noble spirit without making lament swear to keep that promise to his friend but when theseus had so promised straightway oedipus felt for his children with blind hands and said o my children ye must be nobly brave of heart and depart from this place nor ask to behold unlawful sights or to hear such speech as may not be heard nay go with all haste only let theseus be present as is his right a witness of those things which are to be so spake he and we all heard and with streaming tears and with lamentation we followed the maidens away but when we had gone apart after no long time we looked back and oedipus we saw nowhere any more but the king alone holding his hand before his face to screen his eyes as if some dread sight had been seen and such as none might endure to behold and then after a short space we saw him salute the earth and the home of the gods above both at once in one prayer but by what doom oedipus perished no man can tell save theseus alone no fiery thunderbolt of the god removed him in that hour nor any rising of storm from the sea but either a messenger from the gods or the world of the dead the nether adamant riven for him in love without pain 
for the passing of the man was not with lamentation or in sickness and suffering but above mortals wonderful and if to any i seem to speak folly i would not woo their belief who count me foolish chorus and where are the maidens and their escort messenger not far hence for the sounds of mourning tell plainly that they approach antigone woe woe now indeed is it for us unhappy sisters in all fullness to bewail the curse on the blood that is ours from our sire for him while he lived we bore that long pain without pause and at the last a sight and a loss that baffle thought are ours to tell chorus and how is it with you antigone we can but conjecture friends chorus he is gone antigone even as thou mightest wish yea surely when death met him not in war or on the deep but he was snatched to the viewless fields by some swift strange doom ah me and a night as of death hath come on the eyes of us twain for how shall we find our bitter livelihood roaming to some far land or on the waves of the sea ismene i know not o oh, that deadly hades would join me in death unto mine aged sire woe is me i cannot live the life that must be mine chorus best of daughters sisters twain heaven's doom must be borne be no more fired with too much grief ye have so fared that ye should not repine antigone ah so care past can seem lost joy for that which was no way sweet had sweetness while therewith i held him in mine embrace ah father dear one although who hast put on the darkness of the underworld for ever not even there shalt thou ever lack our love her love and mine chorus he hath fared antigone he hath fared as he would chorus in what wise antigone on foreign ground the ground of his choice he hath died in the shadow of the grave he hath his bed for ever and he hath left mourning behind him not barren of tears for with these streaming eyes father i bewail thee nor know i ah me how to quell my sorrow for thee my sorrow that is so great ah me twas thy wish to die in a strange land but now thou hast died without gifts at my hand ismene woe is me what new fate thinkst thou awaits thee and me my sister thus orphaned of our sire chorus nay since he hath found a blessed end my children cease from this lament no mortal is hard for evil fortune to capture antigone sister let us hasten back ismene unto what deed antigone a longing fills my soul ismene whereof antigone to see the dark home ismene of whom antigone ah me of our sire ismene and how can this thing be lawful hast thou no understanding antigone why this reproof ismene and knowest thou not this also antigone what wouldst thou tell me more ismene that he was perishing without tomb apart from all antigone lead me thither and then slay me also ismene ah me unhappy friendless and helpless where am i now to live my hapless life chorus my children fear not antigone but whither am i to flee chorus already a refuge hath been found antigone how meanest thou chorus 
for your fortunes that no harm should touch them antigone i know it well chorus what then is thy thought antigone how we are to go home i cannot tell chorus and do not seek to go antigone trouble besets us chorus and erstwhile bore hardly on you antigone desperate then and now more cruel than despair chorus great verily is the sea of your troubles antigone alas alas o zeus whither shall we turn to what last hope doth fate now urge us enter theseus on the spectator's right theseus weep no more maidens for where the kindness of the dark powers is an abiding grace to the quick and to the dead there is no room for mourning divine anger would follow antigone son of aegeus we supplicate thee theseus for the obtaining of what desire my children antigone we fain would look with our own eyes upon our father's tomb theseus nay it is not lawful antigone how sayest thou king lord of athens theseus my children he gave me charge that no one should draw nigh unto that place or greet with voice the sacred tomb wherein he sleeps and he said that while i duly kept that word i should always hold the land unharmed these pledges therefore were heard from my lips by the god and by the all-seeing watcher of oaths the servant of zeus antigone nay then if this is pleasing to the dead with this we must content us but send us to thebes the ancient if haply we may hinder the bloodshed that is threatened to our brothers theseus so will i do and if in aught beside i can profit you and pleasure the dead who hath lately gone from us i am bound to spare no pains chorus come cease lamentation lift it up no more for verily these things stand fast End of part five. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. End of Oedipus at Colonus by Sophocles. Translated by Richard C. Jebb, 1841 to 1905.